did you enjoy the 80s synthwave Miami vibe of, of the car promotion? There wasn't enough of it. Yes. It's my word. Right? Like, I, we, we were given this, like, we were given this awesome, awesome promo uh, thing on Instagram from Kevin Holland of, like, this GTA Vice City vibe, and the leech was there with a goddamn machete, and, like, and then we get to the event, and it's just another event in another arena with the same, you know, eyes and fonts and no pink lights anywhere to be found. But was the portrait focus mode a bit more in use this time or or did what that's just was just me thinking that it maybe it maybe it was me thinking this but i thought it was only in use for the thirst squad and i didn't notice it otherwise oh, tasty <laughs> no because the, the whole thought... the whole promotion and the outdoors booth they did with the olivi and it's like real uh-huh. summer vibes that was and, good and the palm yeah. trees and then mm-hmm. you had this color oversaturated synth wave vibe of, of Miami. I think I think they could have I mean they did they did good. Promotional material was fine. But I I also do think they could have they could have ramped it up. But if you look at our logo probably know where, where my where my I, tastes lie. Yeah. I think I think you've got the synth wave neon vibe locked down. I created a, a a new a stoner logo for something else for me. That's, uh, <laughs> but we're not get, we are not going to get into that one. Oh, we're not. Okay. No, uh, no, no, we don't. That's um, for an off UFC week. Whenever they have another one of those, yeah, probably that will produce a podcast as well. Because of course we're middle aged white men. We need to have podcasts. Otherwise, mm-hmm. how can Many. we survive? A podcast network. Yeah, it's just like dude. Yeah, the, the love the love studios. Yeah. So this pr- this whole promotion, Olivi Poirier living the Miami life. Masvidal, dude, <laughs> dude, Masvidal loves Miami, right? Like he truly, he's in love he, with Miami. He loves Miami more than anyone else, except maybe Dana White. Dude, Dana Dana loved Miami too. He said mm-hmm. it's not like several times he stated that Los Angeles was once good, but now mm-hmm. he, not so dude, much. He, but now is Miami is is the best. Be aware that that is a completely political statement he's making, and he's doing the he's doing the whist the whistle. He he he'll say it without saying it. Uh, he sure, does, he, he, sure he doesn't like he doesn't like California's governor or taxes. Yeah, no, but sure he likes we, sure he likes uh, the, the the whole OnlyFans scene there. He's he's this, surely a fan of a night of the nightlife. This guy is so petty that. He will not let Rory comment on his own fight for a Hall of Fame induction. Yeah, he is going to hold a grudge against that governor in California, whose name escapes me because but I who? just don't give a shit. Yeah, but who? because that guy, that guy called Disney when Dana was going to go to Temecula or uh, to uh, to uh, the casino near Sherwood. What's the casino where? Uh... Tachi. Oh. Yes, Tachi. They were going to go to Tachi right when Rona started. And the governor called Disney and this got Disney got the mouse on the phone and the mouse called Dana and said, don't do that. That's not good for us. Before we get too political, the most important thing happening this weekend was, of course, that Lawler versus McDonald 2 was in the Hall of was introduced in the Hall of Fame in the fight wing. Remember it? Yes. July 2015. Yes. yes. Now, the question is, I mean, the Robert was there. the The Lawler, the Lawler Robert was there, but 
the 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 Rory, the Romac Gorilla, not so much. Not Is invited. It, was he not invited? Didn't he? Didn't he feel it? Like what was? What do you think was the reason? Someone is being a petty bitch here, and I don't. It could be both Rory and Dana, but I think I think Rory just doesn't care anymore. I think Rory just doesn't care anymore, and probably it's like you guys didn't want to pay me. Probably, and I went to Bellator. This because this fight, this was one of the first. This was one of the first things after the Reebok deal, and this was. I think it was in 2015. Reebok had just happened. And Rory was like, yeah, I used to make six figures. What is this trash contract? Pay me or I'm out of here. And then and he's, they released he's, him. And then he is in one of the most brutal fights mm-hmm. one can stomach. Which yep. I do think they doing the UFC doesn't do a good job with most of the things nowadays. And even Dana, like dude, Dana said in the post fight presser, we're fucking up a lot. That is that is 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 true his words. And I agree. But, how um, much? How much do you think Rory got paid for that fight? Oh, I have no clue. I don't care. I care. He signed the contract. <laughs> he did. <laughs> Our friend friend of the show broke on cardboard. Reached out to me as they were inducting him. Said he made fifty six thousand dollars for that fight. It's not. A, it's not enough. It's not nearly. <laughs> <laughs> it's not at all, man. That knows. That nose was broken a lot more than $56,000 worth of times. It's not enough. Fight. I Still, I have to say, if your profession or your career is being a professional prize fighter with, with the UFC, I mean, it, it probably cannot help you. It will never be enough for me. That's no. the thing. No, it's just, just no amount of money to make that worth it. If you're Olympian, I, I talked to an Olympian lately, and he, he just said, um, it's all for the glory. It's just for the glory. Yep. It's for nothing else. And, I mean, glory for people it like me. It was truly glorious, <laughs> I man. Wouldn't, <laughs> it's, I, I wouldn't care. Look, um, a very good. they're doing a good job with introducing, the I think, the right people and the right fights into the Hall of Fame in the, in the 30-year anniversary year so every yeah. i think every event or every pay-per-view we're getting in inductees now just about i was i it was it's happening enough for me to be wondering about it before the event started so i'm i'm enjoying it too i think that that actual that aspect has been a lot of fun so this this fight is true if, if you haven't seen it if you're a youngster or a, oh my a, God. a whatever noob noob era in which in which Noob era, are we at the moment? What do you think? What is we are in the we're in the modern. We're in the I I watch UFC, and and they say UFC is the sport. Like we said, the tough noobs. Then it was the Ronda Rousey noobs. Then it was the McGregor noobs. This is just the UFC era where there is no other promotion. I think there is no there is no MMA. It's just UFC, dude. We're we're not. You're 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 reaching. I think we're in the. Rona noob era, <laughs> because, yeah, because famously, famously the famously the UFC was the only thing going, according to Dana White. I use this. I I use that fight to get somebody back into watching MMA, and he watched MMA with me a lot until he watched Rose versus Esparza, and then he yeah. stopped watching MMA again. Rose versus Esparza is a reason to quit a lot of things. <laughs> Quit your life. Yes. 
Um, but yeah, truly, truly an awesome induction. I have to say though, if you want to get get people back into MMA nowadays, I think if you if you let them watch at least a UFC pay per view or one FC Fridays, they will be back into MMA yeah. in no time. And I I'd say this event too, UFC two eighty seven. Um, did it did it live up to your high expectations? How was your <laughs> pump? Like, t- tell me, tell me a bit about the feelings going into this event for you. Um, so we've we've been off for two weeks. I got pretty much off social media most of this week, barely on Discord with you guys, and work was work and life were very very busy. So I had no expectations, really low expectations. I just expect, all right, I need to just sit down. I'm going to watch some fights. Maybe Pere- maybe Pereira versus Adesanya will be good. Did you, did you maybe really think Maybe Kelvin did you... Gastelum will get to a cage. And I had no other clue about what was going on. And then the leech fell off the card. And then, and I was just like, oh, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Here we go. Back to sadness with the UFC. We'll be lucky. <laughs> They'll still charge $85 for this, and we'll be lucky if it's worth a quarter of that. I have to re-emphasize then, uh, that only Americans are paying pay-per-view things, and I think you're... you're and not very many of them. You to blame. You are to not blame. Not very many of them. Yeah. Yeah. Are you, are you sure? Not many? Oh, I mean, a million at $85 is still a lot. Okay. Right? Okay, so. Dave. okay, Dave Meltzer. Okay. Sorry. Right. Yeah, so go on. I mean, it doesn't it doesn't take many of us, and there's there's quite a few of us in this country. So yeah, yeah. Too many. Anyway, too many. that's all to say, I was very very happy with my low expectations because I had a lot of fun finally chatting on Discord again and watching some middling UFC action again. Um, yep. And a lot of it was middling, but it was still fun to watch. Yep. Is it fun as well? How 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 long did it take you this time? Because you you're watching oh live, of course. Oh, oh, oh my God! There's like so, like half these fights are nap fights. Right? It is all over. Seven hours, Matt. Yeah. Three p.m. to ten p.m. I sat in this chair. I also <laughs> folded laundry, fed my dog, walked my dog. Uh, there's some other chore I did. Yeah. And I also just about fell asleep during uh, Gilbert Burns versus George Masvidal. Oh boy. We're going into that fight too. Yeah, I. I mean, we, we how were long two weeks, did this take you to watch? How long? Probably one and a half, two hours. <laughs> and I have to say, <laughs> and and I forced you to watch the Raul Rosas Jr. promo. Oh, I I would have watched this anyway. I I think I have okay, a pretty good. good I I think I have a pretty good feeling after consuming this bullshit for twenty years or even more. And how and where to fast forward and what to watch, and I, I'm thankful for the hint, of course, because you you guys are watching live, and then you, some truly insane shit happens in between fights, which I probably would have fast forwarded over. So thanks so much for that. I think <laughs> it's it's the thing that keeps me sane because we were two weeks off. That was of course because I was at an event again. <laughs> uh, only only nine fights or so this time. But still, Rise and debut, <laughs> Rise debut fight series, um, very good fights by the way. And if you if you're so close, and if you consume this shit every weekend, and you do some things during the week, 
and then there is cards every weekend. I know that some youngsters think they'll be able to watch everything. Also, some some people in the steppes of Canada land. Our our good friend Midnight consuming every fight there is. It it's not sustainable. Yeah. You will you will kill yourself. So two hours. Just fast forward from fight to fight, skip over the, the bullshit, skip over the, the breaks. You golden. That's that's manageable. Yeah. Now, yeah, I I could have handled this in about two hours, for sure. Seven hours. It's too much. It's with too much of your time. Five, how many nap fights were there? Uh, One, two, three, four. I think there were five. There are at least four nap fights in here. Let's go into um, the fights. And it's not just because a nap fight means it went to decision. We can have a fight go to decision and have it not be a nap. Thank you, Kelvin Gastelum. Yeah, that's it's that's just that's what that's you guys have one, to do. You have to do more than Ghostbust. And I I knew what Michelle Waterson was going to do, but oh, yeah. oof, I, let it me tell drags. You, yeah, Matt, let, it drags. Yes, it's not it's not sustainable. Cutter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, there is no reason whatsoever besides the thirst squat to keep Waterson around. She is supposed to be at 105 pounds fighting an Invicta cutter. And yeah, it's I don't know, man. Of course, decisions can be fun. It's more likely that it is in the lightweight divisions that it's fun. And we have seen a development, and I'm blaming the Apex partially for it, of of very methodical fights, yeah, and, and of course that is that is the way it should go. Uh, the the swang and bang era is a bit over, but yeah, it's some of these fights you can you can have a coffee with, but others not so much. Others, let's yeah. go. Let's go into Easy versus Alex Pejera. Um, I was famously oh. like all the people hitting me up last weekend in the in in the workouts in the trainings and asked me about this fight, and I said. It's the fourth time. It's the fourth time okay. they fight now. Mm-hmm. Pejera won three times. <laughs> Debatable. Um, that uh, most of the people say Izzy won until he lost. So, so yeah. my pick was, I, I'm not seeing a way that Izzy is is going to win this one. I I fucking love that there are people out there still that think your picks are good. <laughs> It's amazing. They don't know. They're obviously not listeners to the show. These are just people. That yeah, it's just random people in real life. Just random people at the at Rise or at at the gym. And just stuff. really impressed with my with my yeah. overall knowledge. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because so, this man, this man's pick rate is so bad, he could flip coins and do better. Probably, I I probably restart and do just just just. But to be to be fair, so could I. So I agree. And I, I also picked Alex, and then, and then. I this, let, let me let this, me re, let me reemphasize, guy, please, please look. Oh. I was not I. <laughs> when you when you look at the Masvidal Burns fight, I was hundred percent sure. I would have bet my soul that Masvidal <laughs> is going to lose this. <laughs> and with Izzy was Pavera, I was pretty sure because nothing was pointing into the direction that Izzy could have could could change the trajectory. Of course, he could win. Of course, he has the technical skills. Of course, he showed in the other three fights that that's probably he's the better kickboxer than Alex Pereira. Mm-hmm. 
But then you have Alex Pereira, and it was alluded to that Pereira is a a big man, and he'll probably go to 205 after this. That's also because they do, do not want to have another rematch, and I don't want to have another rematch to take this bonus. Um, so you have an easy that was... How how can I say this? It it, it was truly amazing what he did. I think because everything have... about this performance was amazing from the walkout, the 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 pre fight, the dog collar, <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, very good. The, the that walkout song, that emo ass early two thousands sounding walkout song. Oh, I forget what it's called. I it was it, it was all over the place in the tw- in dude. Yeah, so good. Everything about it. You it's know, so you know good. it is, and it's so cringy, but it's so good. How does he pull it off? And you know, How? It, you know it is he that you will have a good show. We also learned that Pereira is a pretty funny dude, at least on Twitter. And mm-hmm. the build up to this fight was better because I wasn't expecting a very good fight. I was not particularly interested in that one. Um, but then. You had this first round. What what do you think about the first round? It's a, it, uh, I I I just I'm just looking at these two dudes and and just marveling at how enormous they both are and how somehow Poetan is so much bigger. Uh, I don't remember shit about any technicality in the first round. Para landing completely. Para Gone the from shots. my Para oh the calf the sh- kicks I remember Para, the calf kicks Pera landing the shots again mm-hmm. Pera was rattling Izzy again mm-hmm. and I'm not saying the fight finish punch was a lucky punch because I don't think that stuff like this exists oh, no. but that was a a punch thrown purely out of killer instinct and I'm not I'm not that, that is not a bad thing of course that is that is very, very impressive. But how far away was Izzy from, from, from being finished again? Not, not much. Uh, well, fading away from that knee and then coming up with the hook is completely bonkers. That it's... knee was so close to just blasting him. <laughs> Izzy was rattled by the low kicks. He also praised them a lot in the, in the post-fight presser. And mm-hmm. praised him during the fight because he was he was staggering he was staggered by them. Uh, it's I need more. Yeah, it's it's very good. It's, I need I need more. Run it back. Do it again. Nope. Nope. Yep. Nope. I need I need I need them to best five out of eight. I don't think I don't think Izzy's is going to do that. <laughs> I wouldn't. No. I don't think Izzy's is going to do that. I I think I think this and and I please please. To the gods on Mount Science, this has to be over now. The gods, Matt. The the, the post fight celebration, Matt. What, it's the how, arrows. <laughs> the choreography, man. It's like the arrows, Matt. Yeah, it's impressive. Three arrows, followed by falling on the ground, making fun of Poetan's kid. Yeah, because he did it to him in kickboxing. 20 years ago or whenever their second <laughs> time was. is a savage. Dude, dude, talk about petty motherfuckers. Izzy remembered that. Yeah, of course he did, but uh, you would have remembered too. 
drawing a cross on the canvas and then giving it the finger and talking about the gods. So good. So good. So good. On Jesus's birthday. Wait, is it his birthday today? I don't mm. even know. Resurrection day. Whatever day, yeah. Some Tuesday. The best. Just the best. And, and just to be just to be clear, Jesus uh, loves. Will, will have yeah, he loves knocks he loves knockouts and yes. He's a theme. Yeah, he's a theme. In this card, he's his theme. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, look, it, it was an awesome performance. It was an awesome fight. Pereira did very good, and Izzy, Izzy was showing his killer instinct that he can overcome this. Um, I just... One one little thing. Izzy was oily as fuck. <laughs> How can you let a guy out there that is so oily? And... Why it's, was he so? Why was he so oily? Was he was he afraid of the of the clinches yeah, or of it, the double leg that, of the blast doubles? It's that of Miami, it's that Miami coconut oil, man. Everybody's just going to the spa. Don't worry about it. Palsy. Everybody's oily, oily as fuck. Yeah, we got we got more to talk about oily. Yeah, so yeah, very good. He's the champ again. Um, Alex Pereira likely to leave to the UFC middleweight division. At leave the, to leave the UFC middleweight division, according to Dana White, Jamal Hill. Welcoming Alex Pereira at light heavyweight, saying that he would dominate him. <laughs> okay, I'd love, I'd love Pereira to move up to light heavyweight. I will watch that fight. Like all the matchups that you could have with Alex Pereira against all these kickboxers, there. Imagine him, imagine him, clobbering Apple Valley's finest. Uh, imagine him kickboxing with Dustin Jacoby. I mean, why not? I'm into it. Yeah, very good. What is what is what is there for Easy though? He he called out, he called out our boy, Tricus Duplessis. <laughs> he said something around around the lines that he will drag drag his carcass around the steps of Africa. Which, that would be an amazing fight to have on a card in Nigeria. Yeah, the, the logistics the logistics of having an, an an event in on the continent of Africa. No matter the country, I know they yeah. talk about it a lot. It's so it's just, it's just not easy. It's just not easy to do. It, it is, yeah. It's there's also, no way to get there directly. Is there? Is there even a flight they could take? Yeah, of or course. do they have they have to stop somewhere? Of course, Mister America. But listen, one flight. It's not even that. Uh, look, the UFC, and most of most of the time, this this is getting for people forget. It's also, can people there pay a lot no. to attend these events? No. And no. you saw it well, You mean, saw it in Brazil. You saw it, you saw it in, in other locations. If you have gates like the ones they had in Miami, this like 10 million or, or whatever the fuck they had, how would you even go to How do you country? even justify it? Yeah. And that is the sad part. It's not. It's not Cape, Cape not, Town. Not only the logistics. It's. It's like can people on in, in the country afford to pay the insane prices the UFC is charging? I don't know what the seats were this this evening, but you have uh, ranges from three hundred to multiple thousands of dollars for this shit, which yeah. I don't get. I even paid when I when I attended the the famous Las Vegas card at in the Pearl at the Palms. I think I paid Pearl around, at the Palms. Paid around two hundred bucks or something insane for mm-hmm. for shitty yep. seats. Yep. 
Yeah, those so, are the, and those are the shitty seats. Very good. We have Easy back as the champ. We have Pereira moving up to 205. I like it. So, mm-hmm. I can get a direct flight mm-hmm. to Cape Town. Mm-hmm. It is only a 20-hour flight. Mm-hmm. But, man, even Cape Town, like Cape Town, you know, yes, Mr. American here doesn't get a ton of international news. But what he does get out of Cape Town, it's not good news. No. Are people really going to have the time and the money there? Maybe some. Yes, yeah, some have. Like anywhere, most, there's always there's always your upper crust in every city. But man, no, it's not it's not feasible. Let's go. Let's move man. on. I'd I'd love to. I, I don't. What know. is this? The money show? Ah, Eleven right. million gate. Fifty thousand oh. dollar bonuses. Twelve mil. <laughs> Twelve million gate. Oh boy. $200,000 in bonuses, but don't worry. I'm going to give those guys something in the back. I'll take yeah, care okay. of them. Thank you. I'll take care of Yeah, okay. Sure you will. All right. Thanks, Dana. Yeah. Then we had the guy that I think probably the card was built around, <laughs> Jorge Madvidal versus Gilbert, yeah. Gil, Gilbert Durinho Burns. And let me just state, if you picked Masvidal in this fight, you're a dummy. Correct. You're an absolute dummy, and I think someone yeah. in our Discord picked Masvidal, which I that uh, that that can only be a troll move. It it has to be. Although yeah, I was I was look I was impressed with Masvidal making it the whole fifteen. I was also a bit disappointed with Burns. It it was not a very impressive performance by oh. by Burns. Do you think he bet? Do you think he had some people betting on him by decision? Yes, I for sure thought he'd finish him, and I I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure if if another Burns shows up, um, Masvidal doesn't see anything. And we of had, course, it was had, a lot of, of grapple banging, but now we had conflicting conspiracy theories. Uh-huh. I posited that he had people betting on him by decision, so he let Mod- he got off Masvidal two or. Two or three times, he could have easily finished Masvidal. Could have grounded him out. Could have just choked him. Didn't do it. Got off him twice or three times. Someone else said, maybe Hoob, maybe Jonas said, I think he just doesn't want to embarrass him in Miami because he doesn't. They like he. They don't dislike each other. They're both from there, and I. I think he just doesn't want to make him look bad in Miami in front of the crowd. And I, I said, well, that's that's. I mean, Burns doesn't seem like a big asshole of a dude. Like, maybe you're right. Maybe he just is trying to be like not yeah. not shitty about it. But I don't know. This good, is fighting. Just, just not a good performance of him. And I, I don't know. He's mostly thirty eight now. Hundreds of fights, several lawsuits. I twenty think. twenty years of fighting. Did you did you start watching? Before Masvidal joined the UFC, joined the joined when, fight, when was became this? a professional. When was this? Uh, I just remember they were talking about his twenty years of ridiculous. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Dude hasn't won since the BMF belt. No, started fighting professionally in two thousand three. Oh, yeah, but I started way before this. You would not have seen him until. No. Maybe Bodog fight in two thousand six. I probably Maybe strike yeah, force probably I probably have seven. seen his his um I've seen his backyard brawls 
oh, way, yeah. way before I saw him in MMA. I'm pretty sure. But then oh, you yeah. have to you have to be clear that in the 2000s, around these times, not not as easy to find these things. So you and I, you and I are the last kids that you and I are the last kids that started life with no internet and got got internet right as we were. Right as we had the opportunity to think about things we shouldn't, and one of those things we thought about that we shouldn't was Kimbo Slice. Yeah, now now internet is straight up in our faces. Yeah, injected into your veins when you were born. So let me let me ask you, what stays? What what stays with Masvidal retiring? And I think I think that is a that is a genuine retirement. I think I don't think not this a guy chance. Comes back. This not guy a not. chance. No, this he will, is this coming guy, back. No, he, no, he, he will not. He will, absolutely. Probably against probably against Nate somewhere boxing mm-hmm. in game bread boxing. Yep, yep. <laughs> but, but not to the absolutely, UFC. absolutely boxing someone sometime. What stays? What what is what is his legacy? The the, the BMF belt, the KO of Askren. For me personally, choking Kiesa with a few seconds left for Kiesa's first loss, and Kiesa leaving the arena before it was even red. Because yeah. he felt so bad, it was the it was amazing. It was great. Yeah, look, I think I think the UFC caught or Masvidal caught lightning in a bottle twice, which is it's it's way too much. Someday he will be punished for <laughs> for stressing the luck of the world so much because the BMF belt was his first catching lightning in a bottle, and then the KO of Askren. Oh, that you have them reversed. Askren happened before that. Yeah, whatever. But yes. Yeah, but just like these, these two things will—they they made him. The KO of Askren. That dude ate. That dude has been eating on that since you had 2019. the. You had the two assaults that define his career as well. <laughs> you had Leon Edwards assault and the Colby Covington assault. And I had already forgotten about Leon. What is it, Cuervo Tequila or whatever he did? Mezcal. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah. it's not, yeah, and and the backyard brawls, the Kimbo slice, the Kimbo slice backyard boxing things. I think that dude has a pretty, pretty interesting career. Never was uh, a fighter that would make it to the title, but he did with the BMF belt, <laughs> and he fought Usman twice. Yeah, but that's because he caught lightning how, in a bottle. How crazy! You get a rematch after losing to the champion. Oh, it's amazing. I love it. I don't get it. I love it. What a division. What a fucking promotion these people Very good. Just ridiculous. <laughs> That's very good. Poor Leon, man. <laughs> Leon has been waiting for so many years to just watching Masvidal fight Usman twice in a row. I even Ugh. think I even think they should have they should have done Masvidal versus Leon Edwards because that would be They tried. That would have been like it, that would be the more canceled. more interesting. Very Masvidal injury in twenty one twenty in twenty twenty one December Masvidal injury. They tried to book it, didn't happen. Yeah, but it's truly a fight that should have happened, and it would would have been more, more interesting than Burns just stylistically. Le- Leon Leon wanted it; he called for it, but nope. So, so these are the the main and co main. I was pretty happy with it, although I didn't expect them to be good. Both both of these fights. At least, at least in the aftermath of the Masvidal Burns fight, they gave me they gave me enough joy. But the fight yeah. itself, we, we, there is nothing to talk about in the no, fight. No, I right? fell asleep. Yeah, I fell asleep. Yeah. So 
that's sometime that's... in round two i fell asleep for a second <laughs> woke back up where do you want to go next kelvin gastelum uh-huh. the most important part of this cart gastelum dojo gastelum dojo i would eat so many donuts if i hung out with kelvin gastelum they really propped him up the world, I would just... the world title contender Kelvin was back. The best Kelvin ever was back against the. It was so man. good. It was so good. And then he decisioned, but that is a good decision. That is. A, yeah, that, that was a good decision. That is a good. That is a good fight to watch. Yeah, man, he wasn't getting. He wasn't getting him out of there. I mean, he was, and he was trying. Oh yeah, dude! Imagine if everybody knew how to calf kicked into a combo like Kelvin Gastelum. Trying to imagine. Fantastic. Fantastic <laughs> stuff. It's a good it's a good fight. It's it's also I don't know what, what what is left for Kelvin. I think he had a lot of issues. But dude is a very good fighter. I, I really like watching Kelvin Gastelum fight. I also thought this fight I would have picked it wrong, of course. <laughs> I would have picked Action Man. No. Yeah, of course. Oh, based on the last performance, uh, dude. Based on the last performances of, of our boy Kelvin, you just—I can't, I can't cannot. remember them because they were so many years ago. Yeah, but you can't, you cannot pick him. It's oh, just, he lost to Darren Till. That's not a good yeah, look. It's it, now it, it, this win is very impressive, but he had thousands of fights falling through. He lost against Cannoneer, he lost against Whitaker, he lost against Hermanson, Till, and and Izzy. He has a win against Heinisch in there somewhere. Mm. Yeah, that's that's going to age well. I know. Uh, yeah, but that is two years ago. Over a ten years. That could that could have could have been thousands of years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Early yeah. it was better. I, I he, would... he, he beat Susan, he beat Bisping. Mm-hmm. But then we're we're going into the dark ages, which you're yeah you're like you're like ten years ago now. That is insane. We get, let's let's talk about Johnny Hendricks for a second. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we don't. We cannot. We cannot talk about the big rig and his and his failed steakhouse. Cannot do it. I think I think they were talking about Kelvin on the uh, on the they were trying to build him up as he walked out or something. I think they were talking about Tim Kennedy, and I was just like, what the. I get so much joy out of out of fighters and personalities like Kelvin Gastelum, who have a life besides fighting. Yeah, I I do yeah. I do truly yeah. enjoy, like he enjoys life. He enjoys eating. Yeah. He enjoys. I'm I am dead just, serious, Matt. I would take this dude on a tour of Seattle. I would go to every donut shop and taco truck. Like if you came to visit, you would not see half the things Kelvin Gastelum would see. And he if would, I met Kelvin, and Gastelum. he would be in tears of joy. The whole time. It would be so fun. Absolutely. He seems like I really I enjoyed the shit out of this fight and I enjoy the shit out of Kelvin Gastelum. Very good. It's it's Gastelum Dojo. Let's go. Gastelum Dojo forever. Yep. We have Font, So happy he's back. Font, oh my god. Font versus Yannis. The Font guy see he's a problem, of course. And Yannis got good put put into the rattle can and some some right hand uppercut. That was God that damn. was a Jesus. Jesus mm-hmm. loved this one. Jesus absolutely loved that one. It's not it's not something we, we you can talk about for a long time. It's just font is very good. Giannis is very good. They put on a good fight, and I love that it it got finished brutally. We got three minutes of it, and I was ready to watch it for like twenty five minutes. It was so good to watch. And then we had our boy Kevin Holland. 
the, the wild child. People talking give- to Trump. Talking to Trump cage side while he was in the corner. Ignoring his corner men, turning around, talking to Trump and Dana. Apparently <laughs> apparently Trump looked at Dana afterwards. Was what what was his what was his problem? Dana was like, I don't know what he said. No nobody understands what he says. Was he was he the was he part of the video uh, we saw of Masvidal? Sc- oh yeah, scuffle, kerfuffle, St- scuffle, kerfuffle, pointing, talking. Yeah, nothing happening. Yeah. But of course, okay, nothing that, was, that was Kevin. These guys carry. These guys roll twenty deep. There's twenty guys with these guys. We can't have problem. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Kevin Holland is just standing there. Yep, 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 yep. Talk, talk, the, talk. Po- how how is it possible that Ponzi looked small? Kevin Holland at 170 looks no different than Kevin Holland at 185. No, to it's me. the same guy. Absolutely crazy. Also, good stoppage. Ponzi not realizing that he was he was KTFO. No, had no clue. Was complaining a lot. <laughs> Dude, did you see before? Right before they read the right before they read the result, Ponzi comes st- stomping over to Kevin and Kevin just starts talking to him and Ponzi immediately starts smiling because <laughs> so you cannot stay mad at Kevin Holland. So good. He, he looks at Ponzi, he says, dude, my foot hurts. You're, it hurts to kick you, man. And Ponzi <laughs> just starts grinning. <laughs> it's very good. It's so good. Yeah. What a likable dude. Dude, I love Kevin Holland. I hope... I hope I he can too. stay out of trouble. I hope he can he can like keep it together. No just, more just no more enough. vigilante shit, man. Yeah, no, don't don't play cop. Don't, don't LARP. Don't LARP a cop. No, don't just collect some sneakers. It's yeah, better. That's very good. Co- collecting don't sneakers don't get hurt. A good thing. Get these Air Jordans, yeah. pal. Yeah, man. Um look, I wanna talk about something now. Okay. I'm I wanna talk prepared. about El Nino Problema. (laughs) I want to talk about Raul Rosas, El Nino Problema Jr. versus Mr. Rodriguez. Uh, Crawl to the Basilica. Give me... Give me everything. Give me your feelings. Do not twist this holy water. This promo. Give Give me the feelings. Matt, this promo is maybe promo of the year. And it is only April. This I'm promo not sure. So good. Describe it for people that did not see it. For you people who fast forward, go back to the early prelims because they they lost the heavyweight fight. The names already escaped me. I could not care less about heavyweight fights on prelims, and they lost the fight and they had to fill the time. And they made a Raúl Rosas Jr. promo, and it is him and his cousin, or maybe uncle. I can't remember. Bringing bouquets to the Basilica in Mexico. And someone says, what are you doing? You're bringing those to the Basilica? And he's like, yeah. They're like, get, crawl, crawl to the Basilica. On his knees. On their knees, holding bouquets across cobblestones in their jeans to the Basilica. Through the doors, up the stairs, on their knees, putting the bouquet down. But that's Getting not, blessed by the Padre. God damn it, it's but, the best. But now, that is not that now, is not that is not look, that is happening all over the world. It's it's a Christian thing, probably. This is Catholic. normal. Perfectly normal. But, but then, it's so good. But then, pal. Because they believe. Because in the mirror, in <laughs> dude, the picture. Dude, 
how amazing is it? So good. That there is a picture, a, a photograph, which, which is insane by its own because this guy is 17 or 18 years old. So the, the true film photography hasn't been around when this guy was born. But they still yes. have film photography of him, a picture of him sure. sitting on a lap of someone, and then there is mm -hmm. a mirror behind them. His aunt, his grandma took the picture. And then his aunt took the picture. In the mirror, there is behind a his cousin holding him. There is a shape. There is a silhouette of Jesus. But dude, be honest. This, this silhouette, it looks like Jesus. It does. I'm it also looks like believer a now. smear from someone wiping it with nope. a towel, but nope. you know, whatever. No, no, no. I know Al Bundy is cancelled now, but he wants sweat out the Jesus on a on a t shirt, and I think it looks like Jesus too. But this this thing in the mirror, it's a proper Jesus image, I believe. So but good. Let's let's move on. Rodriguez had a good walkout, a good performance, and then. Look, mariachi walkouts are always good. Dude, I, this was a I, good walkout. I truly enjoy El Nino Problemas walkouts. It's truly very insane. good. Stuff. And then, and then I was thinking of the top walkouts ever, because mariachi walkouts hard to top. Mm -hmm. But um, let me give you my top walkouts of all time. Yeah, give me the list. We've done this before. This is a very important list. Has the list been updated? Yes. Really. Um, because Gastelum used to have a mariachi walkout that was pretty tough to beat. Yes. I say mariachi walkouts, like all the mariachi walkouts are top five. <laughs> they have to, it's, it's that. But you have the very best mariachi walkout of all time. I rank it number two. It's Which is? Diego Sanchez walking out to a live mariachi band. Uh, yes. Yes. How insanely oh, good was that? Dude. That's right. Kelvin Gasolum, very good post-fight promo. Gave me Diego Sanchez vibes. Yes. Forgot to mention that. Now we have number three. Give it to the same guy. Diego Sanchez. <laughs> Holding the Jesus cross in his hand. Dispelling the demons of the of the arena mm -hmm. holding it in front of him walking out so good it's very good yep Still, sad thing he never yes cartwheeled into the octagon on a ramp Dana yeah for real you stupid fuck bring back the ramp <laughs> now number one with a bullet you cannot top it energy levels through the roof one of the best fighters of all time Jermaine Derondami to the Dutch Gabber <laughs> it's her timing of this, the intensity. It's not. It's not. You cannot top it. You have. I. I, I was debating, and now you see why I'm going through this list. Kimo Leopoldo was carrying the cross into the octagon at UFC three. This. This is a fitting. That's a fitting one for today. So Happy in the, Easter. So in mm -hmm. the top four. On top five, I listed. You have Jermaine de Rondami, the Dutch Gabbard. You have Diego Sanchez with the live mariachi band. You have Diego Sanchez with the cross walkout. Mm -hmm. And then you have top five, as I said, number five, all the mariachi walkouts ever. Kimo Leopoldo carrying the cross into the octagon. It's up there. Jesus is a theme. Jesus was a theme. 
what also was his theme, Joe Rogan was on the tired bandwagon again. Everyone is tired, oh, exhausted, so much energy. Joe, yeah, I mean, the, 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 the um, exhausted pal. Dude. So much energy. The, it's like the commentary was exhausting. So bad, I laughed. Because <laughs> what else can I do except cry? Now, I we 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 took a bit of a detour here because mm -hmm. we are we were talking about Raúl Rosas El Niño Problema Junior versus Rodriguez, <laughs> our IMMAF alumni, world champion, the next thing, and I I am a believer. I'm still a believer. But is it yeah, true, he, he, or or what what they said that twenty five year old man strength against Eighteen-year-old strength. <laughs> what is this fight, pal? I have no. I cannot speak to. I don't know. I don't go and test myself against children. What is this fight, pal? What is this fight? This is a train derailing for a moment, and this is a loss that Rosas desperately needed. I do think needed, so too. He needed. He needed this adversity because he clearly had not experienced it before. If you're looking at his uh, behavior between rounds, there is also a rule: as soon as you start talking about being a three division world champion, you will lose the, your next fight. I'm pretty sure you this need is a true. loss. You need a, he needed a loss. Brandon, and... Brandon, the truth, where I was the last guy I remember who <laughs> talked about being a three division champion, and then he got just beat down by everybody. That's like that's like a reference. From 20 years ago. <laughs> Dude, that's where I lived my best life, pal. Now I'm just yes. washed. <laughs> uh, Raul Rosas Jr., I believe, they, I believe the commentary did pull off a good one when they mentioned he made the sign of the cross 10 times between rounds two and three. Is, and, of course, we can say that... We, so good. I would, I would have picked this one wrong, too. I didn't know too, not enough about Rodriguez. Rodriguez is a good dude. Like th this, mm, this guy yeah. is a good fighter. It was a good test for for Raul Rosas. Didn't pass it. Pretty excited about his next fight. I wouldn't want to be Raul Rosas' next opponent because the Jesus yeah, energy will will just propel him to a next level. Yeah, yeah. This is going to be good for him. He's gonna. He's got some things to work on, and good, really good for Christian Rodriguez because oh. that was just Christian. I, I did not. I did not. I said, I said between rounds, I was just like, "What if God does smite a guy named Christian on the night before Easter?" Cannot do Raul it. Rosas Jr. Can't do it. Can't do it. So, Waters versus Pinero. We will not talk about it anymore. It's a Michelle Waterson fight. She has to go. Then we had. Uh, she has to go. Gerald Gerald Mershert. Oh yeah, GM three. He mm -hmm. he he loves to get KTFO'd. Joe Pfeiffer throws hammers, man. Holy Jimmy John's freaky fast left hook by Joe Pfeiffer. You can you can say again that you have to be Joe Pfeiffer. You have to be Joe Pfeiffer. Just be Joe Pfeiffer. I was homeless. I worked hard. I'm here. I made it. Work hard. Very inspiring, man. Well, yeah, but, but it's not true for ninety nine point nine percent of the people who work hard and will never. Go no, but that's the um, that's the uh, that's the American dream because you, you have damn, to be asleep to believe you it. You damn Americans! It's the American dream, man. It's like Joe. It's uh, like George Carlin said. I cannot. I cannot.
not follow you'd that. You'd have to you'd have to be asleep to believe it. We had <laughs> we, we're just going fast forward through all of these fights too. The Samurai Ghost Octon versus my boy Bahamondes. Ignacio Antonio Bahamondes. Ignacio was perfectly happy to do his do his best sparring here and it's not a, destroy this guy. It's not a good fight. Yeah, it was not bad. Not, striking not is good. okay, but but we have to. Yeah, see striking's more. great, but you can do more than hit pads when the dude's just going to be there. Just fucking beat the shit out of him, Ignacio. You know what? You know what was better? What? The knockdown of Garcia sounded like a sniper shot. <laughs> is is this question is real though? Is he the meanest fucking striker on the planet? The double liver shot. Toe, yeah. front kick, liver shot, let's fucking go. And the, the mean machine. The KO'd, he KO'd my boy JC Hooper some time ago. They kicked to start of the fight, but then, yeah, Rogan also was very impressed by the beach body of, of his opponent. <laughs> Dude. Dude, what is... <sighs> nice fouling with the head kick as well. Ch- Chinese fighter... Crushing a guy and then just going to the ground instead of finishing the fight. Mm-hmm. Name, name a more apt combo for 2023. <laughs> but do Garcia talk to me about the how impressive Garcia's striking is? I'm so. This was very. This is exactly what I needed. Sam Page did her best to get me excited after her fight, but this fight was actually exciting. So and good. It was. I'm very happy. Very, very happy for Mean Machine. Did we forget a fight that we have? That, to, we, we didn't forget a fight. I just, there are a few, there's one thing we should mention about some of these fights. Like, they were nap fights, but people were trying their hardest to give us good promos. And I appreciate that. It is, I didn't part, end- it is part of the fight. It is part of your, you are a prize fighter. You are an entertainer. You have to do... All of these things you have to be good pre-fight, during the fight, and post-fight. There were there were good promos throughout. Starting it off, Sam Page in this bitch. It's very good. <laughs> just, just ridiculous. It's good. That's good. Uh, and, that, that's a good try. The, it's it was also genuine, so I I like that one. Yeah, Joe Pfeiffer, very genuine. Uh, uh, someone else. Um, a lot of Christian stuff. Oh, Thank, thanks, Kelvin Gastelum, just going absolutely insane. Very good. And uh, Holland, Holland had a good promo, of course. Uh-huh. Just, just talking mad shit, uh, making jokes, and then, uh, and then the co-main event. We need to, we need to talk about the children for a second. <laughs> Possibly the most adorable children I've seen in a while. Or Gilbert Burns kids running around and jumping around. That was adorable, man. Just adorable. But then, Masvidal's kids blowing kisses to the camera as they walk away like supermodels. Very nice touch. <laughs> it was a good event. It was a good event. It was fun. It was It was fun. Oh, and no, we won't be mentioning the political promos. Thank you, no. Masvidal. That was that was cringe as fuck. Don't, don't do politics in the octagon. Yeah, that's, that is no truly, that's that. truly a no-go. It's truly a no-go. But how can you? These guys cannot help each other. They can't. Cannot help themselves. I'm sorry. Blow, uh, blow some kisses to the camera instead. Would you, would you say it, 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 that's what is, what is the most important thing you take away from this, from this event? Kelvin Gastelum made it to the cage, Matt. <laughs> that's so good. 
<laughs> it's so good. It's probably the thing that makes me the most happy here. And usually usually a, a train derailment like Rosas Jr. would make me the most happy, but Kelvin Gastelum actually made it to the fucking cage. It's very good. After 18 months, he's made it to the cage, had a big-ass fight, came out of it not permanently disfigured or injured. Uh, very happy. Do you want to get in your your two cents for Fight Circus 6? The rise and fall of Sloppy Balboa? Oh, our, and and I'm just bringing this up. Look, I love Fight Circus, and if I if I find time, if I find time, I will watch it. Um, this one is more relevant for us because <laughs> Ramsap was there. Ramsap, Rampage was Jackson, there. and Bob Bob Sap fought in a Siamese yeah. boxing fight against Sloppy Balboa. Woody and John not. Um, it was uh. Very enjoyable. I don't. I don't agree with their take that they're gonna now. They're now recording it and then cutting it and putting it on Fight TV. I really would prefer it was live. So all the bullshit was. I think the bullshit is an integral part of Fight Circus, and without it, you... it doesn't feel like it should. And I need to know how much of a shit show it is in the back end. So leave it live, and. Make those assholes filibuster for you, hours. Yeah, but you cannot you up. cannot recreate the last one where the, the the boxing ring fell apart. They needed about four hours to get a new one, which is insane in its own way. I don't think you can yeah. you can recreate stuff like this. No, you can't. But but in order to avoid that, they decided they would just record it and then cut it together. And you need it. Live. It's way better when you just have hours of dead air. Because everything is <laughs> fucked up. You needed another. Because you need, that, you need another that's what makes break. it a circus. Yeah, you. That's what makes it a circus. When like somebody drunk throws a bottle at John Nutt, we should be able to see that. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Is there is there anything fight wise you wanna you wanna point out? Uh. Okay. So the best fight. <laughs> There's two things fight wise. Ramsap Rampage was uppercutting the dude cross from him. So like John Nutt was directly across from Rampage and Rampage could hook him, but then diagonally from Rampage was the other guy and he could reach all the way over with his right hand and uppercut the guy and that was fantastic. Cuz these guys were you want it you can make fun of Rampage and like what he's how he looked in Bellator or whatever. Yeah, I know, but but dude, he's still a fighter. Oh yes, uh, 100%. And they, he could have bodied John Nutt once, and that would have been it. He didn't 100%. do it so that they could have five minutes of stumbling around tied together. Yeah, no, don't make and fun. That was the dude. Rampage Jackson is uh, Rampage Jackson is a dog, and you cannot take it away dog. from me. Dude, dude is dude is one of the best fighters of all time. And it was fantastic. Yeah, <laughs> I like that he was here and. Made it a bit fun. Did you did you watch the Dana Black's Gentlemen's Power Slap League finals? No, because that, that is I a good didn't. Because I didn't see that. People, people, imagine this world where people <laughs> are forgetting that Dana White is a domestic abuser, right? And the only people in the world 
keeping that memory upright, because you have to pay for something like this, and he didn't, is a promotion out of Thailand having Dana Black's Gentleman's Power Slab League on his card. On their card, so I didn't see that. I didn't see that part. Maybe that's why they they they, they, they also had, they also had old school MMA on there. I think some bare knuckle, no holds barred, one ten minute uh, round. There thing. is a so good. There is one other good fight where it was two on one MMA, women's uh, MMA, and they had a, a woman on there who was an absolute, a very serious person. I mean. I can't remember her name. I told, I said to you, oh man, I can't remember. I'm unprepared. Yes, you are. But doesn't matter. Fight circus happened. Let's let's move on. Probably the last few minutes. What? No, no. I have to. T- it oh, was, I have to tell you this. Ladies MMA symmetrical. <laughs> it was Soros Manfredi, who is a uh, Muay Thai headbutt Muay Thai Lethway champion. Yes. Versus two Thai, uh, two two women, who they just named Indica and Sativa, mm-hmm. run THC, and sense. they thought and they thought it was a, like they legit thought, oh, we're just gonna have some fun, uh, Soros Manfredi versus the two of us, and and then Soros Manfredi came out and just bashes one of them, and then bashes the other one, and they realize they're in for it, perfectly, and then sense. they just start they just start. One of them holds her while the other elbows her in the back of the head. Look. Absolute what else? insanity. What it else? was so good. What else? They had they had a they had this giant dude uh they had this giant dude walk out to fight two uh guys from musical chairs, and he literally just picks one of them up and throws them on the ground. <laughs> and John Nutt was like, dude, what the fuck? We yeah, needed prob- some action here. <laughs> probably probably need to go back to this one. It's, I, I, could not I recommend it. it. Yeah. I recommend it. Will you recommend next week's fight night? Which dude, where where will it happen? Where will it happen? Yeah. Oh, not in the Apex. Yes. Thank you. Very good. Very fucking much, T-Mobile Center. Kansas, Kansas Missouri. City, Missouri. Speaking of places where there aren't a lot of people who can afford UFC tickets, I'm interested to see how this does. Also, why would you put Max Holloway versus Arnold Allen in Kansas City, Missouri? You have Barbosa versus Quarantillo, Dustin <sighs> Jacoby versus Mursakanov. Tanner Bozer's at light heavyweight? Tanner Bozo. Versus Ion Kutelavo, that's a fun fight. Be nice. We like Tanner Bozer here. Uh, yeah. Oh, Dennis, dude, Clay Guida is back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Against Rafa Garcia, isn't? Oh, no, and it's not that one. That that dude is twenty eight. Yeah. I would say this main event that has to be one of the best fights of the year. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Truly, it's going to be truly, be truly, truly awesome. awesome. This is going to be a good card, and no one's going to care because it's not a pay-per-view, and it's in Kansas City, Missouri. And it's uh, our boy Max Holloway. Did they did did they did, it, <laughs> did they do him dirty here? No. Why would you put him on ESPN so. for? Well, <laughs> why? <laughs> this he may be the one of the only things that drives ratings on this, except for the people like me that are just degenerates that have to watch every UFC yeah, fight. Yeah, no, but, but before you slide into my DMs, yeah, and no, he lost three times against Volkanovski. 
but it was probably only two times. Okay, dude, listen, like, okay, Luke. Yeah, no, I agree with you. <laughs> the only reason he lost to Conor McGregor was because his shoulder was hurt going into the fight, okay. and he saved the goddamn card. It was short notice. He would have beat the shit out of Conor McGregor. Oh, oh dude, uh, Conor McGregor on this card, I think he fought with a fucked up knee. All right, listen. But this is 2013, my friend. It's Max Holloway never lost, nope. all right? He never did. Never. Nope. Never lost the fight. Nope. This dude is... This dude actually never lost the fight. This dude is champ. 2013. I'm, I'm Arnold Allen. Is Arnold Allen real? Let's find out. I think this is the time. This is the time where we truly can find out. Max Holloway is so good and so popular that if you show up and put in a good effort against him, you get more popular. Just ask Calvin Cater. Yeah. But where is that guy now? He's not Fighting doing so. Still. He's not doing so good. He's giving sick children toys. No. You saw it. You saw it in the promo. He's giving the sick children lost, Funko Pops. Lost against Allen. Lost against Emmett. Lost against Holloway. He uh-huh. won against Giga, but uh huh. Lost against our boy Sabit, who is now becoming. This is a good fight. Now this becoming a, a doctor, fight. but this is a good one. This is a good one. Um, also, 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 yeah, lots yeah. to love. You mentioned some of your favorites, Clay Guida, because you're a boomer. He's not, dude. He's not. Ed Herman, short fuse, because you're a boomer. Get excited, dude. dude, How old is this guy? (laughs) He's like 43, I think. Hold on. Oh my god. He is uh, 42. I was so close. That dude is still Uh, fighting like he's fighting on the Walter. The speed uh, of Ed Herman. Ed Herman is a he. He's like he's like moving through viscous jello or something. This it's this podcast amazing. is devolving rapidly into just oh no, I, I, I remember this guy no, from ten no, years listen, ago. Listen, listen. Before we get into full remember a guy mode, I'm watching this card, watching these prelims because there's someone here that Bruce Buffer's Bruce Buffer loves to say her name. Mm. Piera Lafiera. No, you, lo- is you love back, it baby. You love. It I too. love it. I love it. This I love this nickname. It is the best. You have anything Gillian Robertson. You have oh anything more to say about UFC two eighty seven, UFC, the MMA. Uh the uh the uh cricket smart move of the fight. <laughs> Jimmy Jones for the fast finish. No no the cricket smart move of the fight, Kelvin Gastelum versus Action Man. Mm-hmm. It it wasn't the body shots. It wasn't the calf kicks. It was the headbutt. That was the smart move of the very fight. Very good. Headbutt's always a very smart move. I'm actually very surprised that they do not happen more. Did good. Did very good. Lucas, I think we I think we covered this one. Yeah, man. I'm excited. Very excited. Very good cards. We'll talk next week. Okay. Structure, composure, and controlled killer. (laughs) I'm ready to go.